This week, we saw Chauvin convicted, as well as an Asian American bill passed in Congress and a vaccine resumed. You're listening to Politics Schmaltics, and this is the week of 4 17 2021. Hello everyone, I hope you've been having a nice weekend and overall a great week and let us begin. Now this segment, it could make some people feel uncomfortable as where we are talking about the Derek Chauvin trial and police brutality in general, but I really feel as if everybody should know about this as where this week, perhaps one of the most influential moments of this decade happened. Derek Chauvin, the murderer of George Floyd, has finally been convicted on all three charges he faced. Now, this goes back to a long couple of weeks of testimony where witnesses came in, testified against Chauvin. Many experts came in. They gave the facts on the situation. The defense, they didn't have a lot to defend. All they could really do was create doubt about what happened. But really, they had no facts, and it just took the jury less than 12 hours to reach the final decision. Guilty as charged. The justice system it has pretty much always favored the cops, not the victims, through many situations, not just Floyd's death. But this time, the power of social media, the video of George Floyd's death, it really spread around and it put police brutality into spotlight. Families all around the world, they were standing with George Floyd and all other victims of police brutality. Case, it was definitely a no-brainer. Any other decision made by the jury would have made absolutely no sense and it would have angered many people all around the world. Maxine Waters had went ahead and said that African Americans needed to get more confrontational if Chauvin wouldn't be declared guilty, which many conservative people, they took it the wrong way and they thought it was a threat but it really wasn't and it actually ended up giving some ammunition to the defense. In the end, however, the right decision was made with the president and vice president expressing their happiness. But everyone is saying that George Floyd shouldn't have had to die for this to happen. And this isn't the end. This doesn't mean that justice is finally served. Oh, yay, all police brutality is over. Many other families, they lost their family members too. And justice won't be fully served until p- police brutality is stopped all around the world. They also called for the passing of a bill named after George Floyd, which had the main aim of taking away certain protections that the police have so that they won't go ahead and just do reckless things knowing that they can't be sued. Asian hate has really risen these last five months. Many Asians are being blamed for bringing the virus to America, which, first of all, they didn't. But this ideal has really been spread around the country, and some people actually believe it. Now, this week, the Senate, they successfully passed the bill that was made to battle Asian American hate. It was first introduced by Senator Maisie Hirono, and it includes expanding access to if you want to report a hate crime. It also includes funds to teach officers how to recognize a hate crime and 
a message condemning Asian hate. This also creates um, hate act hotlines, so you can report hate acts. This bill, it was passed with a surprising vote of 94 to 1, with the only one person voting against it being Josh Hawley, who I'd actually totally forgotten about. He said that the bill would give the government the ability to decide what is hate speech and then censure it. And he didn't want the government (laughs) censuring people, which I really know that wasn't the reason he voted against it. He probably just wanted to be in the spotlight again, but this time the GOP wasn't there to support him. Now, this is really the first time that this many Republicans voted with the Democrats, and it shows that Asian American hate is a problem problem widely recognized by Congress. Democrats were willing to work with some changes on the bill, and Republicans were willing to let some of their changes get denied. In the end, however, this was a great bill passed by the House, and it provided a lot of help to Asian Americans, and it expressed bipartisanship in Congress for the first time that I think we've seen all of Biden's term. So that was pretty much it for this week, but I still have three weekly roundups. So one, we had the Johnson & Johnson vaccine resumed. We talked about last week how the use of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine had been paused due to some extremely rare occasions of blood clots in women. But this week, both the CDC and the FDA approved the resumation of these vaccines. Um, they've released some guidelines and warnings that go with getting the vaccine. But I still want everybody to remember that these vaccines indeed are safe. Next, this week, we had Louisiana's 2nd District having a special election, which by now we have a lot of experience with. And it was on Cedric Richmond's vacant seat. We talked about a month or two on how Cedric Richmond had left for the Biden administration and how his seat needed to be filled. We also talked about how the primary was held and how the two winners came out and they were headed to the main runoff. Now, this runoff between state Senator Troy Carter and another state Senator, Karen Peterson, they had the runoff and there were some pretty big endorsements for both candidates with Peterson managing to get two big names of Stacey Abrams and... Alexandria Osakio-Cortez. I'm sorry if I mispronounced her name. Either way, Carter won with 55% of the vote. And last, but I'm not sure, it's your choice if you think it's the least or if you think it's the most important, Caitlyn Jenner, whom we talked about, I believe, last week, she has finally confirmed that she will indeed be running for governor of California. It's really only possible for her to win if Gavin Newsom manages to actually get recalled, and that's not likely, as we're only about 40% of the population of California wants Governor Gavin Newsom to get recalled. And that will most likely drop, that 40% will drop, because Gavin is actually doing a lot of things, such as announcing reopening California by mid-June and really putting an effort into reopening schools, which were pretty much the main causes of his recall. Still, she could change some minds into wanting Newsom recalled just because of the fact that she entered the race. And she has a lot of influence on the media, which could be used to her advantage Plus, she does have a really strong campaign team. But as I said before, she probably 
won't win. That was pretty much it for this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to join our mailing list. All you need to do is send an email to politicsmalltics2020 at gmail.com and I will automatically add you. Also, please feel free to rate this episode on Politics Schmaltics. You are listening to Politics Schmaltics, and this was the week of 4-17-2021. Thank you.